This episode of Hold My Popcorn is brought to you by Ballsy. Men's grooming products for your man parts, like your dick and balls. That's right, ladies. This product is only for the boys. No girls allowed. And right now, our listeners will receive 15% off their first order by entering the promo code POPCORN15 at checkout. So do yourself a favor and go to BallWash.com today and upgrade your balls game to keep you fresh, comfortable, and confident above and below the belt with products like their Good Head Shampoo and Conditioner, as well as their Give a Sack Charity Ball Wash, where 25% of the profits support men's health like ball cancer. Logan, I'm talking about ball wash. Okay. Also, if you're on the go-go, but your balls smell like no-no, why not buy their Sack Spray, which delivers a refreshing and pH-balanced blast to the nuts, as well as the Quickly's... Whoops. As well as the Quickly's Ball and... Fuck. As well as the Quickly's Ball and Body Wipes, which are cooling, refreshing, textured wipes to remove sweat, smell, and God knows whatever else is in your taint. All these products are real, and they are fantastic, and you can buy them right now by going to BallWash.com. So enter the promo code POPCORN15 at checkout. Ball Wash. And now on to Space Jam. Hey, and welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Ely in Asheville, and with us in Charlestown is Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy boy? Um, I'm good, Max. I'm good. 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 Yeah. good, 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 good. That's all I have. Wonderful. <laughs> and over in Sacktown, California, we got John Anoshak. How are you, buddy? Sweaty. How are you? Mm. Sweaty again, huh? Okay. I was right. sticky last time, Max. Don't fuck that oh, up. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> A little sleepy. You know, but yeah, just a little bit. I'll overcome it. Just how Jordan was able to overcome that massive uh, halftime deficit against the Monstars. Yeah, I like how I like how the scoreboard went. Um, it's kind of one sided, isn't it? And then it was only sixty six <laughs> to twenty. I mean, that's not like that lopsided. You know. Also, sixty six points at halftime is not a whole lot for it's really how not. much they were dominating that game. Right. We'll yeah. get into it though. So every time we get into sports, I'm going to ask very basic questions to piss you both off as much as possible to move on. Sounds that's going to be that's going to be my strategy, okay. but I don't yeah, think it's going to work because you'll just be like, I oh, think well, the John, good thing is, is that you're going to be close to me, closer to me soon, so I will exact my revenge on you. Oh yeah, we just got an apartment too, so I'll be asking you about the difference between a power bottom and a power front. <laughs> well, I'm going to sh- I'm going to show you that if you ask too many sports questions. Oh, okay, John, we're going to be in San Francisco together in two weeks. So you can just find oh, out then. F- fuck, you're visiting. Shit. <laughs> All right, well, with the NBA playoffs currently ongoing, as well as the upcoming LeBron James movie on the horizon, we thought it would be appropriate to close out our space month with 1996's Space Jam, starring Michael Jordan. So, Timmy, I know this is a movie you grew up with, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. How many times do you think you've seen this in your lifetime? 50 times. Yeah, same. at least got to be right. Yeah, I saw this in theaters and then this was on just the regular rotation in the VHS when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you rented this movie, which you did, you know, when you were a kid, you probably rented this movie once a year. Yeah. You know, you watched it 
you know, in that five day rental window, you watched it like once a day. Yep. At least. At least. And I remember all the merchandising too from, uh, the, you know, the Warner Brothers store, the South Shore Plaza back in the day in Boston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there was just Space Jam shit everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I had that little shitty handheld Space Jam game that's just like, you know, they just paint the actual characters into the game. And it's just little dots. It's like a graphing yep. calculator. Had that. I think I had, uh, had a wallet, Space Jam wallet, I think, at one point. Well, to, to this, like, point, uh, I'm pretty sure they made over a billion dollars. With merchandising uh, on merchandising alone, like not even yeah. counting the movie. Like the movie didn't McDonald's. even exist. It was all about the fucking toys. Hell yeah, McDonald's. I'm sure the executives were like, put Michael Jordan and Looney Tunes on the screen. We don't give a shit if there's a plot, a story, anything. If Michael Jordan is playing basketball and Bugs Bunny does What's Up Doc, we make more money than God on merchandising <laughs> and like just sales of everything that's how they made this movie it was just based off a commercial they're like let's just do a bigger commercial yeah and let's just have a direct the director from the commercials make the movie fuck it <laughs> we're yep. gonna, there's no way this was, we're not gonna lose money come on this was warner having a literal bet like with the papacy at the time where it's like hey if we make more money than you in a year we get to slap you in the face and the pope was like i'll take that deal the pope was like uh pope was like yeah there's no way you're gonna make more money we have like just collection, we have collection things going around, you know, every five minutes, every on every corner of the globe. And we stole all the Jew gold during World War II. And we got boys I, on tap. Right. And, <laughs> and then Warner Brothers was like, we have Michael Jordan. And they were in the Pope was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, didn't let that out. Fucked. And I mean, shit, it was probably Michael who's, who smacked Pope John Paul or whatever the fuck number you want to throw in there. And that's why he's dead. <laughs> Also going back to the movie, probably one of the greatest movie soundtracks of all time. Oh yeah. Phenomenal. This is all from the Jock Jams albums, right? Like all five of them. I mean the original one and then like the four that came after that. A lot of Jock Jams in this for sure. Dude, I danced in my underwear with my just like little like elementary school tummy so often in windows. I was was dancing while I was cooking dinner, dude. I had the the theme song on and I was doing this. Dude, I still regularly <laughs> listen to the Space Jam song when I work out. It gets me pumped. It, it is such a hype song. It's fucking Welcome great. Welcome to the jam. Slam. Jam. Oh, also, for, for for MJ, for a guy who's like, you know, never been in a movie, not bad as far as acting goes. I mean, the guy was an untrained actor in a green screen for the majority of this movie, and he's doing okay. I, was I feel like that just makes it easier for him. You don't have to actually interact with human beings. You just get to talk to yourself, which is what you love doing, Michael. No, that that's that's probably a good point, John. But also, like, I was at every at every point, I was expecting him to be awful. Yeah, and he was just okay, which was to me was like that's the best you can expect out of Michael Jordan. Yes, yeah, is just okay. And there you know? there clearly were no scenes where like someone had to hold a gun to his head to do a line. So that was good. He did seem like he wanted to do this for the most part, besides it being a pure business decision and genius at that. Mm. And in fairness, there were maybe 10 scenes in the entire movie where he had like more than two lines. True. True. There was a lot of just like Looney Tunes, which made it great. That's why, (laughs) that's why I loved it. The Looney Tunes are fucking hilarious. 
Looney Tunes have not been back to this this level of just prominence ever since. This was their their pinnacle. Yeah. It's the six, you know, it's the nineteen forties through the seventies, and then this, and then there's been nothing since then. Yeah. Fucking swan song. Yeah. And we'll see though. The new Space Jam comes out in July. So, all right, should we get into it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this wholesome family film opens up with the wonderful song "I Believe I Can Fly," sung by the pedophile and sex trafficking sensation R. Kelly. As we see a young Michael Jordan shooting hoops in the middle of the night with his dad, talking about all the great things he's going to do one day. And just on brand, his dad jokes about him flying. So, of course, little MJ, being the competitive psychopath that he is, takes his comment personally and soars to the hoop as a film cuts into a three-minute jock jam highlight reel of MJ dunking and dominating everyone around him. I love this wholesome version of MJ's like uh, childhood because he was... Uh, from from all accounts, like his dad wasn't like the Tito Jackson of basketball, but you know his dad was pretty hard on him. And this whole like, yeah, come on, son, hey, tussle, hey, tussle, like that was not the case. No, he was he was forced to be playing basketball at two o'clock in the morning. Right, his exactly. dad came. I was like, I didn't hear you dribbling. <laughs> sorry, daddy. <laughs> Shoot the ball, motherfucker. Like oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> So his father was a baseball player or a basketball baseball player? player was a baseball player. His dad was okay. a baseball player, but his dad was just kind of like very, um, you know, it's he like was Tiger like, was you, dad. yeah, you need to do whatever you do perfectly. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I mean, it's the same thing. You go with uh, what Tiger and the whole kind of a deal. Yeah. Like- yeah. Except for the fact that he didn't like. Tiger's dad just was just like, well, you're a golfer. The minute, the millisecond he came out, I think MJ's dad was just like, whatever you do, you're going to do it perfectly or else I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of you. (laughs) Yeah. Show you the real meaning of jock jam. Right. (laughs) You're going to win. I was pretty sure uh, MJ wouldn't have been cut from his varsity team as a sophomore if he was able to dunk at 10 years old, but you know, that that's okay. Right. That was the deleted scene of little Michael Jordan just eating shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he tried to dunk that. <laughs> and then his father the beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, not going, you're not getting back in the house until you dunk that ball. <laughs> but I'm 4-3. You, you don't get dinner until you dunk that ball. Michael Jordan didn't eat for five more years. <laughs> <laughs> His competitive rage is what fed him. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Morgan Freeman narrated this movie? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck, did he? I, uh, no. They did, no. This, like, a couple of years ago, they did a script read of this. Um, and Blake, uh, what's his name? Blake Griffin. Uh, Blake Griffin did the voice of MJ, and I, I'm pretty sure Morgan Freeman narrated the script. <laughs> I'm fairly certain. The Monsters. <laughs> stole the soul of Charles Barkley, which formerly was owned by the Palm in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we cut to MJ announcing his first of three retirements from basketball. Definitely not because he was gambling and David Stern told him to take a year off. As uh, the camera tilts up to the skies and eventually outer space as we meet the owner of Moron Mountain, Mr. Dick Slamhammer, voiced by Danny DeVito, telling his dim-witted minions to go to Earth and enslave the Looney Tunes so he can add them to his list of attractions. So, was um, was Suckhammer 
actually designed to be just like the bull's owner because I did find a picture <laughs> of that guy. His name was like Jerry, Jerry something. Yeah, looks just the fuck like him. Like drool, like Holy lactating shit, titties and the whole bit. I mean, it was rough, dude. It looked just like him except under like a microscope looking at back. It was probably I mean, it was the, gross. It probably wasn't Jared D'Angelo, but it was probably the GM for the Bulls who Michael Jordan hated. All right. Yeah. All right. Because um and who who also looks like that, John. He's like just this short fucking pudgy <laughs> dude who looks like he's been eating kielbasa. Um, yep. <laughs> The guy was so cocky. He thought that he could make a championship team without Jordan. It's like, no, dude. Yeah, he was just like, oh. We don't need him. He was just like, oh, yeah, I know we've won like eight championships in a row, but I'm just not bringing back Phil Jackson. And if Michael Jordan wants to leave, he can do that too. Like They went, they then went and had the worst record in the NBA the next season. Yeah, and then he then he found, um, who's who was that Eastern European dude? Who actually uh, Kukoc. Yeah, he, Tony Kukoc. He wasn't bad, but like. Not, not fucking Michael Jordan, dude. <laughs> no. I love that story. How They played him in the Olympics and him and Scottie Pippen deed him ups like so hard that like Kukoc went back to the to the uh, the bench like with the Serbian team. And he's like, is it just me or do they seem like really angry at me? And they're like, no, they seem pissed. The rest of the the rest of the team USA was like, you guys are kind of being dicks. It's like this guy's going to be your teammate. They're like, fuck him. Yeah. And they're literally like, yeah, Scottie Pippen was like, I'll, if I had a knife, I'd shiv him. <laughs> it's, like he, it's like he's not getting another shot in the basket. And I don't think yeah. he did. <laughs> so my first, basic, my first basic question for Hold My Basketballs here um, <laughs> is going to be, how many steps can you take before you're about to dunk and you be, you're considered to be traveling? Three. It, dep- it all depends on the player. <laughs> That's the actually rule. the right answer, Tim. The rule is two steps. Uh, but if you're LeBron James, it's twenty thousand. Yep. <laughs> and if and Got if it. you're Got if it. you're um, Sean Bradley, like the big tall white guy in this movie, it's a half a step. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I got it. So capitalism is alive and well. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. And then we cut back to, uh, hold on, just make sure I got it. Yep, okay. So then we cut back to MJ doing what he did 114 times for the Birmingham Barons, which is striking out. Oh, dude. He struck out 114 times at under 500 at-bats. So do you think that, like, this whole um, sequence with the catcher being like, ah, can I get an autograph? And then, like, telling him what the pitches totally were. True. Do you think that was, like, real life? I yes. guarantee that was real life. I'm sure that definitely happened. Definitely. Yeah. Well, like, it's kind of like I've heard um, rappers talk about how they want to be rock stars because they're super cute. It's like baseball players just want to be basketball players because they're so much sexier, like in every way. I mean, like, you know, you're on the court. You're not covered in equipment or anything of the sort. It's just you, your biceps, and just very skinny calves just making it happen. <laughs> I mean, it's a good observation, Jim. I mean, I mean, you're playing in Birmingham, Alabama, making 20 grand a year, and then Michael Jordan's there, like who is the most famous person on the planet probably one of the most famous yeah. human beings of all time yeah like, oh, I forgot it's all minor league yeah it's all minor league so yeah they're just basically like normal dudes on the street and here's Michael Jordan <laughs> I mean yeah I mean Michael Jordan bought them a new bus when he got there because the other bus was so shitty Jesus Christ Michael Jordan could probably reach to the pitcher you know and <laughs> smack him on the face from the plate if he wanted to guys arms are so fucking long I just would I can't imagine being on the Birmingham Barons and like Michael Jordan shows up, like he's driving like a fucking Ferrari. You know, he yep. has, he has like fucking, you know, Bill Gates money at that point in time. And, uh, you, you are like on food stamps. 
if you're yeah. a double A player. <laughs> Especially back Basically. then. This is pre-strike. Yeah, this is exactly. 94. It's, it's right before they had they went on strike. And, and Jordan's coming off of three straight championships. Dude, Something else. Yeah. That's some shit. Yep. Yeah, they, I mean, <laughs> that's probably one of the most unrealistic things. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Everything about this movie is unrealistic. But just the crowd not being completely sold out because every single game you play in the minors was like, I mean, people outside selling, the yeah. parking lot trying to get it, just like a glimpse of them. Mm-hmm. Like over capacity. Yep. It was out of control. I remember Derek talking about in Nashville, like yeah. what it was like when Jordan came to town. Yeah, he got he got his bat. There. Right, yeah. He got a broken bat from him, which is cool. Yep. All right. So then we're introduced to Wayne Knight being clumsy and fat. When out of nowhere, a 2D cartoon spaceship zips by the stadium, crashes through the hollow earth, and straight into Looney Tune worlds where they uh put Bugs Bunny on Jesus Christ, where they put Bugs Bunny at gunpoint. <laughs> So right prior to gunpoint and crashing into the center of the earth and like skipping past the Nazis that had found their way into the center of the earth already, (laughs) we're not going to talk about that, but why, how, well, I guess the real question is how much did Piggly Wiggly spend Mm. to have that fucking shot of like, oh yeah, the ship goes through, you know, through the, the, the asphalt parking lot into the center of the earth to go find the Looney Tunes in front of a Piggly Wiggly. Like I didn't know what a Piggly Wiggly was until I moved to the deep South. Yeah, dude. The product placement in this movie, that's a that's a great point, John. The product placement in this movie is outrageous. Oh my god. That McDonald's, he was eating McDonald's later in the movie, just like no reason. Blade. He's just like there's so many McDonald's logos on that cup he's holding yeah. and just like the fries and everything. Oh my god. Well, like at one point in the movie, we get Bugs Bunny in one sentence mention Nike, Big Mac, and Gatorade all in the same sentence. Yep. Like exactly out of Bugs Bunny's mouth. Like, yeah, it's so anyways. Yep. I'll step back. I like how the ship went through that fucking Warner Brothers dental dam. <laughs> Just goes to show Earth. you. Conscious acceptance <laughs> doesn't work. No. No. Dude, but when... This is, this is my honest reaction. So when we get into Looney Tune land, this is exactly what I said to myself. Why don't they just make this movie... I just wish this whole movie was Looney Tunes. Like when we got into, I'm like, I was, I was literally like transported back to like childhood Tim eating a fucking bowl of cereal on a Sunday morning with Looney Tunes playing, you know, what's up dark? Like the whole it thing. It looks good. Yeah. So Great. let me ask you, Tim, you ever tried DMT? <laughs> I've never tried DMT, John. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to channel Joe Rogan right now. You should. <laughs> okay. Tim's like, I do lick Bring every your- single piece of moss from his, from any rock I see on the ground. I do. <laughs> That's just to test it. <laughs> hmm. Those rocks not could DMT be could be harboring aliens. <laughs> Might have dysentery, but, but not DMT. Hmm. <laughs> I love that these aliens, though, like do put up no bullshit. Like when it comes to their like, you know, you think that Bugs gets like the one over on them, where he's like, "Oh, you're looking for a bunny, right? Yeah, you're looking for one with long ears like this. Yeah, one that hops around like this and eats carrots and says, "What's up?" You're like, yeah, and he's like, "Nope, don't know him." Walks away, and then they just like shoot blast the shit <laughs> out of everything, like just nuke it, and he's like. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, that's good. That's good. A little bit of realism in here, you know, and the aliens have guns. This isn't PG. No, they're not dumb because, you know, right after this, they, uh, Bugs Bunny, and the, you know, the Looney Tunes, they have that town hall. They decide to challenge them to a game of basketball. So these, you know, quote unquote dumb aliens then just steal all the talent from the NBA. <laughs> it's like, that's not a, it's a good move. Yeah, it's a sweet move. What? Why wasn't Dennis Rodman in this? Because he could have just stayed in character. There's no way in hell that anybody would want to deal with Dennis Rodman on set. 
Dennis Rodman That's true. just absolutely like, not. He just like left the Bulls. Yeah, he was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he would like, just leave and he, he would leave and just go on binges during the season. Yeah, he and just go to Vegas for like four days. They were like coming down the home stretch. Uh, I think it like I forget when it was ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. And he was just like, "Hey, man, I just need to go get fucking laid and high for a week." And Phil Jackson was like, "Fine, you can go for a week." And he didn't come back for three. <laughs> And then Carmen Electra is like telling that story. It's like, you know, we're in Vegas and, you know, Dennis is passed out. There's like four women in the bed with him. There's just like drugs and booze everywhere. And then Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen are knocking on the door. Yep. She's like, uh, uh, MJ's here. What do I do? Right. And Michael, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, baby. Cool. I mean, seriously, dude, you know, when Carmen's around emergency titty fuck, dude. Right <laughs> but let me just say this about the Looney Tunes. Legitimately fucking funny. Like legitimately funny. Shit, yeah. where Bugs Bunny's like yeah. about has you know two foot high ears. He says, "What up, Doc?" You know what I mean, Bunny Rabbit. Easy hop like this. I was laughing my ass off, like legitimate. That's like kind of like a that's like a tamer Don Rickles bit right there, you know. <laughs> and I I fucking love yeah. Don Rickles. So yeah. So go kind of going into John what you're saying though, as far as like the talent. So I I actually went and like looked up some of like the better players in the NBA because so. I mean, they're stealing the mojo from uh, Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing, which I understand. I mean, they're two all-time greats. Yeah. Also, Not when you play for the fucking Knicks, they aren't. <laughs> back then, the Knicks were going to the finals yeah. like every a couple, you know. They, they were just won the championship. That's, like they, the that's fucking they never won. No, never Ewing never won. So they have, oh, so the Knicks haven't won right, since the 70s. Right. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. They went to the finals, and they were in it every year against the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just going to be beating my head against a wall this entire episode. I can say, nah, nah, I got that right up here, right up here in the noggin. No, John, I got those stats right here. So, okay. All right. So I can understand Larry Johnson looked him up. I mean, he had a double, double, like, you know, in the mid nineties, he was, he was pretty legit, but Sean Bradley fucking sucked. And then he was terrible, dude. He was awful. And Muggsy Bogues was a bench player. Like he was more of a freak show because he was like under five feet tall. Yeah. Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues won six man of the year a couple of times, but I he think was, I liked playing good. as him in basketball games on like the N64 back in the day. So, so just because freak. I could relate. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, here's some better players that I have that would have been much better. So obviously Shaq, which yep. Shaq wasn't going to do it because I think he was doing Kazam and he was probably going to just be like, why am I not leading the Looney Tunes in this movie? You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's yeah. also like, dude, I could kick Michael's ass. Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> Hakeem, Olajuwon, mm-hmm. yep. Carl yeah, David Robinson. Yeah, Penny Hardaway, Scotty Pippen, Gary Payton. They just skipped oh, yeah. all those dudes. That could have worked instead of fucking Sean Bradley. Well, wow, yeah. tie his shoes. I mean, that's the one that really kind of that like stuck out to me. Stuck out to me with Sean Bradley. Why the fuck would anyone think Sean Bradley? I mean, I get that you probably need some like. As far as a character goes, you need to like a goofy tall looking. guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Jesus Christ, get like Dikembe Mutombo. I know, Manute Bull. Get him. He's like yeah. fucking two inches taller than Sean Bradley. Seriously. Okay, so another basic question for Hold My Basketballs. Um, when does the shot clock actually turn on where you need to make a shot before shit just gets turned over? The shot clock turns on when the second the, position. Yeah, the second the team touches the ball in play. Yeah. Okay, cool. Appreciate that, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm, 
just playing completely some of the audio random. Today, gentlemen. The thing, the thing about it is that Max and I aren't basketball fans. No, no, like, no, 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 no. And I, I understand that, but it doesn't matter that it's the same. It, the we're just sports fans in general. Guys, we just we have a we have an inordinate amount of sports information, even about sports we don't like. Yes, that's I, I'm, living I'm in Boston. speaking to yeah. literally two rain men right now. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> you want to get some more Rain Man shit? So all right. Um, I'm sure you guys noticed the wife from Everyone Loves Raymond, right, in the crowd yeah. at the Knicks game. Yeah, so did, yeah. did you guys notice who oh, she was I, I with? Her. The husband that no. she was with? She, he's from Seinfeld, right? He's like one of the guys. He's, like, he's Homer Simpson. So. Oh, no shit. Dan Castanella or something Castanelletta. like that? Castanelletta. Yeah. yeah. So it's, which is funny because the guy who does the voice for like Homer Simpson, Krusty the Clown, you know, groundskeeper Willie. The grandpa Simpson, also the grandpa from Hey Arnold. He did Earthworm Jim. He's in this movie Uh, in which it's a live action, you know, uh, cartoon, and he's not doing a cartoon voice in the movie. I know he's just so fucking weird. That's why I thought it was like he was like a one of those like you know, kind of like semi famous recurring characters from Seinfeld. I thought he was that, but yeah, it's so it's so crazy to think that Dan Castellaneta is like playing himself. The only thing I've ever seen him in is in actual person is this movie and then um Pursuit of Happiness, the Will Smith movie. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I didn't also even Timmy. see that one, so no, it's oh, a good one. Yeah. I'm sure uh Timmy you also noticed just Danny Age just uh Oh yeah. <laughs> ripping Charles Barkley apart. Mm-hmm. Yep. Danny Age putting up an air ball, ripping Charles Barkley <laughs> yes. apart, going golfing with Michael <laughs> Jordan later. <laughs> All right. So then we get the uh, the Monstar reveal where these little two foot tall idiots then turn into 12 story tall giants. Well, the did- Monstars make it in. And there's some surprisingly like Russian USSR haircuts going on in this too, which is a little bit weird. Like they're almost like military, except for like the giant stoner alien, which is my favorite. Like- <laughs> so I noticed that this time and it's because they're mimicking the players. So Charles, oh. um, so Patrick Ewing always had a flat top. Yeah. Like a high yeah. fade flat top. So that guy has okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's, you yeah. can kind of tell who the players are. Got it. Okay. Okay. And that was also just um, a look. Yeah. I mean, it was a look. That's true. The nineties were a time. Yep. They were a time and a half. I wish they had like the players back. voice, the characters. <laughs> I wish they did that. It would have been great. Yeah, not, Charles Barkley steal their voices too. I don't yeah. I, actually. Hey man, that show is terrible. I wish I had Charles Barkley <laughs> voice his character. Yes. I don't give a shit about anybody else. I don't care about fu- Muggsy Bogues. Who the what the fuck does Sean Bradley even sound like? I mean, shoot that guy in the face. But <laughs> you a flat foot bitch. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, I, Charles. No, you can't say that's a kids movie. Yeah, I want Charles Barkley <laughs> to not only voice it, but I want him to ad lib the whole thing. I want him to <laughs> going on rants. Yeah, I was better than Jordan. I was better than Joe. I just had a shitty team. If I had Scottie Pippen, I would have won. I would have won 18 championships. <laughs> I actually think that it's somewhat amazing that we even know what sports stars' voices sound like. Just because that like, talking to other people has nothing to do well, the with only what they reason, do. I mean, the like, minus, like, some strategy know, and tactics. Only reason why I know Charles Barkley is because he's, he's on, like, he's a... Inside pundit. the NBA. He's a basketball pundit, you know? Yeah. Mm. He's done SNL a couple of times, too. Yeah. Still... One of the best SNL promos ever is when Barkley was playing and he's with, uh, he was doing the sh- uh, show with Nirvana. It's the same show where Kurt Cobain overdosed during the show and came back out yeah. and performed. But they're yeah. doing the promo, which he's like, hi, I'm, I'm Charles Barkley and I'm with Nirvana. 
Look, Mom, it's your favorite band, Nirvana. Yeah, and then all their faces, and they just cut to each one of their faces. It is so goddamn funny. Like even like the the, the background people are fucking laughing their asses off. Yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> Dave Grohl's face I- just. Yeah. <laughs> Where will you be when the acid hits? Like Charles Barkley and Charles Barkley gave no shits too. <laughs> no. Like if so any good. of them came up to him, he'd be like, Oh man, you guys are fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that Bill Murray should have been a basketball player because he seems to have like give like as many fucks like in public as the rest of like well, all of these like superstars do. Just like do what I want. He Bill Murray's a superstar in himself. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is. He is. I mean, Speaking he of should Speaking of, we got some golf in here. So you got Michael, Bill Murray, and Larry Bird playing golf where MJ sinks his first hole-in-one with the help of Bugs. And he's about to get his photo taken when all of a sudden a cartoon rope ties around MJ's arm and he's pulled into the Middle Earth with the tunes. Dude. If I, I, I immediately in my head, I thought Nazis, but then I realized that this was all the Looney Tunes. So <laughs> they're in the middle of the earth, guys. They're there. I just know these things and I can't back them up. Larry Bird, okay, I love Larry Bird as a Celtics fan, as a Boston sports fan. You got to love Larry Bird. He, you know, you can make an argument Larry Bird's in the Mount Rushmore of Boston sports. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but zero fucking charisma. Larry Bird is the least charismatic person in the world. Anyone who thought, let's put Larry Bird in a motion picture, in a movie, it should be fucking fired immediately. You can find, like, Magic Johnson, dude. Magic yes. Johnson can't even speak, but he is he's, he's more entertaining and more charismatic than Larry Bird. You know what I mean? At least he I can smile. You about to, I thought you were about to be like, dude, like, Magic Johnson has AIDS. Like, he can't. Like, <laughs> well, I don't know why he can't speak. I'm not a doctor, but... <laughs> I think at this time he's actually having his comeback. That's probably why he couldn't do the movie if they asked him. He had yeah. that minor one year comeback in 95, right. 96. But like Bill Murray, though, on brand with like the umbrella hat that latches onto his forehead and the side, the back of his scalp, like just being the strangest guy around at any moment, just because. Mm-hmm. I thought this scene was funny. I thought this is like the no, best acted scene. Just you think I got a shot? No. Listen, man, it's, it, it's a man's game. What if I try really hard? <laughs> I, this it's is because a, I'm white, isn't it? Dude, I mean, now, I, Larry's I white. He does say that. Despite Larry what I, is clear. Yeah, I I know Sorry, what I said about Bill Murray before, but there's like I said, there's no there's no denying Bill Murray is funny. It's just oh, he's yeah. just hilarious. He's always funny. And he's got a, he's on his A game in this movie too. You could tell that he was trying to show off in front of MJ and Larry Bird. Right. Yep. Like he was actually well, trying. Mm-hmm. I think it was because he was trying to get invited to one of the pickup games. Like, cause apparently Warner oh or whatnot God. had actually built, yeah, they built that entire, like a gym Dude. and everything for him. So that way he could get ready to get back into the NBA. And yeah, Bill Murray said he would sit there and watch these games. Like everybody was, everybody would come and just play pickup games of basketball. That, um, that's in the documentary. Like, yeah. Oh, that's in the documentary. Yeah, they show yeah. clips of it. It looks unreal. And they said that like, these guys were going harder than they would go in like a, game seven of the finals. Because yeah. they're just because it's Jordan. Yeah, it's Jordan, and everyone's like, "This is my one shot to like show up, Michael Jordan." <laughs> yeah. Well, that and everyone knows that Mike's already got a fucking bet put down on it. So he's like, "If I win, I'll actually get a piece of the you know." This is also true on this one. So. Oh yeah. Yes, that is also true. I'm so surprised Michael Jordan didn't like gamble away his one of his children. Like that, I'm. <laughs> he might have. He probably just bought the kid back. Yeah. No, no, Tim. He just he won. That's all. Like, <laughs> 
Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. That happened, you probably man. did win the bet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, just going back to it, I just also like when MJ disappears and it's just like silence. It's like it's just like a three second pause of nothing. And then Bill Murray just goes, what kind of camera is that? <laughs> Don't point that at me. <laughs> throws it. Close the lens cap. Works. Yeah, throws it. Sure. How much how much do you think Michael Jordan like disrespected Wayne Knight? Mm. Like Wayne Knight is. Just like fat. Wayne like, Knight also was Newman and Nedry in, in his prime here too, though. So, yeah. I mean, if so MJ liked Seinfeld, at him. if you liked yeah, Seinfeld, no, then he probably would have liked him. He's a contemporary. It's probably what it is. He's like, oh, I mean, if you're super wealthy and famous, like, okay, fine. Like, we can we can talk. Like, it's, we're not the it, same line of business, clearly. And by like, this point, right. too, Newman had a much bigger role in Seinfeld. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I would be surprised fair. if Mike was a fan. I really wouldn't. That's fair. So they wanted... um. They wanted some. They wanted Michael J. Fox or somebody else for that role. I forget who the other person was in the studio. Just said no. Why would they, they do, want to do Michael J. Fox? They should have just, just put Danny name. DeVito in there and also have him voice the monster, like the head boss. No, but have Why Danny not? DeVito in there, but have it be voiced by Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's terrible. That's terrible. Hey, Michael, can you come out of the hole now? You got a baseball <laughs> game. All right, so MJ arrives at the gym. She gets a nice little spit shine followed by the introduction of Lola Bunny. Cross wires. <laughs> cross wires All for a generation. Also, like, who was able to, like, in, basically redesign Tara Reed in animated funny form? <laughs> Before Tara Reed was a thing. Oh, uh, yeah. No, exactly. But all I could think of was literally like Tara Reed, like giving someone a blowjob in American Pie and then like spitting into a cup and then fucking Stifler <laughs> drank it accidentally. Like, that's all I saw the entire time. So, spoiler alert, she's actually my least favorite character because I could not get that out of my head. Uh, yeah, man. I, I'm i 32. She walked on screen and I was like, wow. Yeah. Fuck that rabbit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, yeah. Good thing my like, pants are already like, off. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I might have had to go. I might have had to go take care of something when she walked on screen. You this know? is half Tim, time for Timmy. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't even. I don't even think it would be illegal. I don't think that rabbits are technically in the bestiality laws. So, <laughs> okay, dude. Those booty shorts she was wearing. I mean, those are no. like. Those are like prime time today. Booty shorts, you know what I mean? That like Instagram models wear. That's actually a good point. They seemed ahead of their time. Um, even from like when we were in undergrad, it was all about there was another style that I had seen around, but like these were like very much like, oh, it was like you can just see a little bit of the ass, you know, a little bit of the ass cheek on the bottom ass kind crevice. of a thing. Yeah. 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 Alpha move though by Lola. She shows up, just fucking just cross, you know, does a little uh crossfade on bugs and then just dunks it and then just leaves. <laughs> leaves a practice yeah, dude. yeah I mean it's pretty it's pretty I think it's probably the most unrealistic part of the movie because if you look at the WMBA it's it's fairly it's fairly obvious that attractive women aren't good at basketball because <laughs> uh, there aren't attractive women in the WMBA guys you can cut that out Max okay <laughs> that's, that's wildly offensive but I said it for us <laughs> You know, honestly, that'd probably get a bunch of listeners back because we are officially thrown into the um, the woke bucket. So just Mm. because we aren't racist. (laughs) 
because we're white and just don't promote white supremacy that makes us wait, woke. Wait, 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 wait. Did someone yeah. else comment on that? Um, all it takes is one, and then we're officially labeled. I've been seeing it come out ever since, like, uh, uh, like January. It's all started to pop up. Like, every podcast just gets labeled. Like, yep. woke, blah, 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 blah. So we got labeled as woke? Yes. Yeah! Well, we did, which is <laughs> hilarious. Two podcasts ago, I said, no, Bill, she's a woman. She can't be a senator. She's not a senator. Stop being so woke, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Far, far too woke. Jesus fucking Christ. If that's woke, we're all in trouble. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway. So after this, we have Bugs and Daffy head into MJ's modest house to collect his gym shorts and his Air Jordans. Dude, this entire plan almost goes up into flames because of a fucking bulldog. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't even be really? around. Didn't I they have their own bulldog that they could have brought with them? Isn't there a bulldog in the fucking in, in Looney Tunes? They could have just brought their own bulldog and they could have just like walked off and fucked and just been fine and good to go. Well, I mean, John, back to your earlier uh, point about DMT. I think it's just lucky <laughs> that Mike's Michael Jordan's kids were taking DMT <laughs> because they were just like, yeah. Looney Tunes in our house? This totally makes sense. They were too into it. And I mean, I don't think my creativity is quite at that level, but yeah, I mean, so let me ask you again, Tim, you tried DMT before? (laughs) No, I haven't yet. Okay. I think, but I think Michael Jordan's kids were just tripping balls because they were way too comfortable with just Looney Tunes in their house. Well, like, and like talking to the Looney Tunes and like helping them steal their dad's shit. And not ask, yeah. I would have a question or two. Yeah. They also were you not know? good actors. They were very cute, but they sucked at acting. <laughs> those, oh, they're kids. That they're one, that one kids. line delivery always just bugs me. When, like the, the oldest son, he's like, oh, yeah, right. Like, that doesn't, you couldn't <laughs> Max, do another take. Max you, Max, you missed it. They're tripping on DMT right now. Like, they're <laughs> yeah, tripping balls, right, 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 <laughs> right. I just wish, they should have just got like real child actors, not done as kids. Yeah. They weren't as real kids. They were actors, too. That's Are the you thing. serious? They, then yeah. they sucked. Yeah, they They're did. Terrible actors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, this house is way too small for Michael Jordan. You lived on yeah, a fucking like- golf course when he was in in uh, Alabama. Yeah, I like also- how he had like this very modest, like you know, suburban well, home, half an acre of suburban home. Like, yeah, fucking right, dude. Yeah. No way. Like farmhouse style with like wood planks for the floor that aren't even quite even with a shitty rug just thrown out. And I mean, like, I get it. You got a couple kids like they're going to destroy the place, like let them destroy something cheaper. But yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, he would have owned an island. I know. Um, yeah. Also, this he movie. Would've, he would have owned an island in the middle of Alabama. So that means he <laughs> would have like channel. He would have paid someone to channel out a channel into the ocean so that he could live on an island in the ocean in Birmingham. Which I would actually be okay with if we took a huge swath of Alabama and just floated that out to sea, it'd be just fine. Like one for Tennessee sports and just for our benefit and two, just because fuck Alabama. Yeah. I'm thinking we take Alabama, Connecticut, I don't know, okay. Florida, the most of Florida, just anywhere north of Fort Lauderdale uh, and just combine that and just make a, like send that out to sea. And then let's just put all of our trash and shit there. Like human shit, I think. Yeah. Oh, like actual human shit. Yeah. But we keep the people who live in those places on that island to farm that shit. We might accidentally create like the master race or some bullshit and then just be fucked later on. So Mm. I don't know. Just with the sheer alpha maleness of Florida with Alabama and its bullheadedness and then Connecticut and all the guns. Like it's, it's, we're fucked. There's just no way. 
Back to Space Jam. So this movie came out 25 years ago, and I feel the animation in the scene still holds up. So did, did they remaster any of this? Any I don't of? know. It looks good. Yeah. Well, that was kind of the point. Like, so Lisa and I were watching it last night. And there were a couple of things where I like looked at her and I was like, do you think that any of this was remastered? Because some of it looks too good in a great way, but yeah. it's almost like too good. I'm like, they didn't have this tech in the nineties. Like Looney Tunes didn't look this good in the nineties. Like, how did we do this? The Roger Rabbit movie was that came out in the eighties was pretty good. So I guess this is, uh, you know, seven years that's later. True. So then around this time, the commissioner suspends the season due to several players suffering from COVID-96. Yes. <laughs> talk about fucking like they're a Simpsons moment and called it where they're like, well, we aren't comfortable changing in the locker rooms. Like we'll change in the hallways and they all put gas masks on and shit. It was like, yeah, no, they fucking called COVID. Yeah, they even had Rudy shit. Gobert in there being like, I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> Let me see that microphone. Let me cough on it. Yeah. COVID's funny, right? <laughs> oh shit. I gave the whole team COVID. Oh shit. They shut the whole season down because of me. Damn. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't help that I'm a. Fu- Never mind. Say a big fucking sweaty Frenchman, but that might be a little offensive. Say it, Max. Get us off the woke list. <laughs> get us off. <laughs> All right, so it's time for the big game as we get some more jock jams while the tunes get their uniforms on. So the tunes and MJ get suited up. Oh no, this is. <laughs> I wrote down two notes at the same time. This is the real note. So the Toons and MJ get suited up for the big game accompanied by some more super sweet jock jams as they're introduced at a starting lineup which features a Tasmanian devil, Lola Bunny, Donald Duck, who is greeted by literal crickets, followed by Bugs Bunny and, of course, the player coach, Michael Jordan. I'm just, I just love, I love how little thought, I know this is a kid's movie, I know what this is. And so it's hard for me to even say this, but I love how little thought went into the plot of this. Like, you know, they, Danny DeVito's character just sends these fucking morons down to like enslave the tunes, to enslave the tunes. And then all of a sudden we're having like a fucking basketball game to see if that's actually going to happen. Like he didn't give a shit about like a competition before, like, no. And, and now he's just all on board. Yeah. We're going to do this game. And Michael Jordan like gets pulled down into a golf through a golf hole and um a golf cup, whatever the fuck they call it. And he's just like, yeah, I'm in Looney Tune land now. I'm gonna help play basketball. I got, I got, no, I got no issues with this. <laughs> I mean, he just, he saw, he saw an opportunity to win. Um, he had placed bets just before getting sucked down. That's the, told that's the real thing, John. I think he got, mm-hmm. he got, Pulled down. They're like, we have a basketball game. He's like, can I gamble on it? And they were like, yes. He's like, yeah. I don't care. I don't care that this doesn't make any sense. If I can gamble on it, we're good. Well, that's that's the thing that, in the back of the bench. You didn't see all those all those comical bookies with like all the tickets sticking out of their hats and you can't see their <laughs> eyes. They were right. just half the stadium was full of them. Well, like also and for real, like they didn't show this. It's a deleted scene, but he actually got to keep Bugs Bunny afterwards and he just has <laughs> him in a cage out back with the kids. And that was part of the bet that he put down. And you know, that's kind of where you leave it at. I mean, in hindsight, it is really, really, really funny that this entire movie does center is kind of centered around gambling. Oh, yeah. And like Michael even like, <laughs> at, like ups the bet. Yeah, later. Is, at yeah. the highest stake. Literally, like I will... I am betting my liberty. I am betting my liberty. I'm betting myself into slavery if I don't win. Yeah. Like, it's hilarious that that is what this entire movie centers around. 
It's hilarious. It's yeah. so true. Did you learn anything from that one year off, Michael? He's like, yeah, I knew to up the stakes. Yeah. But like, this is the genius of this whole thing. It's like, okay, Michael left the NBA for a couple of years and he can literally say now to this, at, right after this movie came out and it was like, well, what were you doing for those couple of years? Oh, just being a literal superhero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking genius. Like it's absolute genius. He was able to like completely sweep all the bullshit under the rug. It's like, no, I was just being a superhero and I was, you know, saving the Looney Tunes. What are you going to do? <laughs> all right. So the game gets started and the Monstars are dunking and stomping all over the tunes. So the score at halftime being uh, the Monstars leading kind of one-sided, isn't it? To 18. Yeah. yeah, that was very strange. So like, I know nothing about sports. I know nothing about basketball. But Usually that's not a score in a game, game, John. No, no. I, I... <laughs> Repeat the question. I'm going to go for 420, Bob. <laughs> Dude. The thing that um, is most funny about this scene is that Michael Jordan is like walking off the court is going, come on, guys, keep your head up. We could still go a whole half to play. If that I was know. real Michael Jordan, he would have he would have punched Steve Kerr in the face. Yep. <laughs> he would have found he would have dragged Steve Kerr from from Earth into Middle Earth and then punched yep. him in the face and punched him square in the face. You think you're better than me? He essentially got to make a movie about his two favorite things, basketball and gambling. And no one was any of the wiser. It's like, what did you learn, Michael? I never lose. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, okay. That's fine. Not wrong. Not wrong. That was, wasn't really the answer I was looking for, but okay. That's fine, Mike. God, he's such a gamer. <laughs> if this was a real game, though, I would, you, would just, you would just follow the Monstars every time. Like, there's, there's no mm-hmm. way they're making a free throw. Exactly. <laughs> it's impossible. But there, were no, there are no fouls in the game. Not a single no, this by Marvin the Martian the most in this game. Violent yeah. game. Also, I didn't real that realize that firearms <laughs> are allowed on the court. Um, that dynamite is allowed on the court. Um, um, flattening Scooters. other players into pancakes not allowed in the court. I there's a lot of stuff. I mean, this was definitely up in the air as far as what the rules are. It's true. No flopping in this game either, which was amazing to see. Oh yeah. What? What's flopping? It's like, is that? like when you what soccer players do, they just fake. Yeah. Oh, 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 God. You oh my God, I've been touched. I'm yeah. I can't hear. I can't smell. Oh. Just watch LeBron tomorrow. You'll, you'll know what flopping is. <laughs> Got it. Watch, All right. Now yeah. I know. Now watch I know. LeBron's right. highlight reel. It's basically <laughs> just him flopping. Watch LeBron not make a free th- or not make a layup. And then you know what flopping is. Yeah. He was trained by an Italian soccer coach. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would say basketball sometimes is worse than soccer. It's getting there. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, That's it, a shame. it's it's funny that the uh, the women sports of both are like they do they do not flop. No, that could be sexist, but it's tr- totally true. The women play harder and more sake. aggressive than the men. They're fuck. They do. We all know they're tougher than we are. We just went through the whole thing of that. Like if men had to give birth, like the species would be gone hundreds of years ago. Yes. Like blah, no, blah, there's blah. Just, just no surprise. Be a bunch of Elmer Fudds <laughs> roaming the earth right now. I'm so sick Tim of says, women. kiss my dick. Oh, I'm so sick of women. Like, Whoa, we give birth. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> Again, I, okay, okay. How about a thank uh, you? What's that? I said, how about a thank you for the yeah. best 25 seconds of your life? That's what I thought. Okay. I'm oh, you didn't say, remember when he got, cons- okay, all right. I'm going to say something. This might be a little, uh, this is like the argument. This isn't exactly like it. Never mind. Let's just okay. let's just let's Good. move on before I before <laughs> okay. I say it. 
Yeah, we're at halftime. So MJ and the Toons learned that the Monstars got their talent after Wayne Knight gets caught spying on them in the locker room. (laughs) Which is probably, yeah, Wayne Knight probably, you know, when at the height of his fame, he probably was spying on like the the Knicks girls in the locker room (laughs) in New York. I would have loved to have seen them like reenact the scene from Jurassic Park when they open up the uh, the locker and it starts shaking and he starts doing that like Dilophosaurus scream when he yeah. gets when he's getting eaten alive. <laughs> that would have been so good. <laughs> so Bugs he gives the team some placebo secret stuff water, which gets them all jacked up as they begin their epic comeback. It wasn't placebo. That was just that was just meth in that water. No, that that was just straight just juice. Yes, I mean clear. that was yeah. That's what Barry Bonds and A-Rod were taking. Basically. I mean, he watched like all of their fucking heads just got (laughs) balls real small. Barry Bonds' head, no no joke, doubled in size. Yeah. Which is insane. Like a size seven to like a nine hat. Yeah. (laughs) Which is insane because your skull can't grow. Like, (laughs) no. Your skull can't grow. Barry Bonds looked like Bugs Bunny after taking that water. Yep. <laughs> like at the, at the last part of Bugs Bunny one, like the muscles start popping out of the muscles. So when Bugs steals the ball on, on that scooter, the score is 66 to 18. And then they score like 46 unanswered points to make it, um, or at least like they go on a 48 to two run after that. I know I was, I was thinking about that score and I'm like, you know, it didn't seem like it was that it didn't seem like they were that. They weren't outperforming them that uh, by that much. Mm-mm. Not a single rebound in this game either. <laughs> yeah, so Twitty Bird mauls the shit out of the Monstars while uh, Elmer <laughs> Fudd does his best MJ tongue-out dunk, which makes the game 68-66 to 66 with four and a half minutes left when uh, Swackhammer calls timeout. Did we go past the Michael Jordan really, really, really poorly like doing a laugh act? Like yes. Where he- that was Can weird. we go past? Yeah, that, that was, was terrible. Yeah. That was paint the only, picture for me. I don't. I don't. Recall there was this. some like Looney Tunes antics just going on. Shit. You know. Yeah. yeah okay. Like, you know, Wiley Coyote like blew somebody up, and then Michael Jordan yeah. just like you could tell they're like you got to act like you're laughing, and so that you <laughs> get some like B roll, and it was terrible. It was the <laughs> worst. I mean. He wasn't that bad in this movie, but it was awful. Legitimately Also, MJ terrible. doesn't smile, so it's kind of weird to see that. Yeah, like, he's right. not a smiler. No. <laughs> so, no. that alone, it's, it looked forced. Yep. And he's like, just, the, like, right before they did it, they just took, like, the spray bottle and just, like, soaked him, too. So, he's, like, just dripping sweat and making this really weird smile. He looks yeah. really weird. It's a weird, like, close-in shot of his face. He looks more like he's taking a, a you know, a real, a dump <laughs> that he has to wrestle with. More than anything. <laughs> Not enough fiber. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So MJ, as mentioned before, he then raises the stakes because he's a degenerate gambler where the Monstars <laughs> will have to uh, give back their NBA talent if they lose and Swackhammer will get MJ as his new attraction if he wins. <laughs> Gets dunked on for the rest of his days. This is the Terrible. problematic part too, that cartoon. Yeah, that cartoon, and we can just go over that. Yeah, there's a, there's a ball and chain involved, and it was kind of weird. Yeah, yep, not good. Moving on. Yeah, so and we're not talking about Mawich. <laughs> <laughs> so MJ, yeah, calls a timeout because the entire team's in bandages and they're on the brink of death. So he has no choice but to bring in Wayne Knight. He just gets pig piled by the entire team, but still scores. 
Still scores. Also, I love that where they do the quick pan on the bench, which is like all the cartoons just dying. And like you see the one that's the big rooster or whatever. Vulture, and he's yeah. just a cooked chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his yes. line. On an IV drip and shit. Suffering. Fuck a dad. His, dude, yeah. his line where um, he goes, did you order the chicken um, original or extra crispy? Yeah, hilarious, <laughs> fucking hilarious. That's so good, dude. Oh, that's so good. Sorry. Oh, that no, that was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, then they carry Wayne out. Jesus. Then they uh, carry Knight out on a stretcher after he farts around the entire arena. Also funny that Pepe Le Pew even thinks it's disgusting. And then uh, yeah, so uh, they're gonna have to forfeit due to not having five players on the court. When out of the shadows, Bill Murray arrives to save the day. <laughs> fucking I love the Murray. line where they're like, how did Mother- you get here? And he's like, I don't know the producers. <laughs> Which is true. So that's yeah, a true, that's a true thing because um, Ivan Rettman was the producer Reitman, on this yeah. movie, Reitman. And you know, he did right. uh, Stripes and Ghostbusters. Yep. So I had seen a brief thing that he was definitely in the script originally for the golf piece, but there was something like he, he had to be convinced to do this other scene and that they wrote him in last second. And it was part due to Michael actually being like, dude, you got to do it. And the other part, they somehow got him very interested in how they were using the green screen Mm. since he had, when he was, he was really upset or something like that about ghostbusters where he was like, we had to look at dots on the walls and shit to like, be able to interact with these animated characters. He's like, how are you guys doing it? And they explained it to him. And he was like, tell me more. And then he got into this latter scene. It's a lot of convincing on his answering machine. Oh my God, I know. (laughs) (laughs) The one urban myth that's actually real. Yeah. You can tell that um, this was a last minute write in because he, that whole like, oh, I have to go ice my knees thing. That was him. That was him basically like saying, no, I don't really want to go for one more beer. I got to leave. That probably wasn't even in the script where they're like, yeah, the script probably was like, and then Bill Murray and Michael Jordan celebrate, and the movie continues for twenty more minutes. And Bill Murray's like, "Nah, I'm not gonna do that. I gotta go ice my knees." <laughs> I, I told you guys I got an hour to do these scenes. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> and Vito. I also love that Bill Murray. He like he shows up and immediately tries to take control of the game, not realizing that they don't have the ball and they're on defense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no, 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 no! I don't play I defense. Don't do defense. No, no. <laughs> okay, listen to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so 10 seconds left. Daffy tackles the ball away from the orange guy, which Murray steals. And he ditches it at MJ, then takes it off, or, or then takes a ball from half court with like five seconds left on the clock. But the Monstars start to bring Air Jordan back to Earth. So MJ, remembering that he's in Tune Land, stretches. Ar- Jesus Christ, I didn't, read, I didn't reread any of these notes. So MJ, remembering that he's in Tune Land, stretch Armstrong's it all the way into the hoop. As time expires and the tunes win. Dude, the fucking arm of destiny, dude. Just like seriously stretching that shit out. It must have been, what, a solid 60 feet? Intense. <laughs> Half a court, yeah. I also love how he gives Bugs Bunny shit. Where Bugs Bunny's like, oh, it's Looney Tunes world. Like, you can do whatever you want, man. Like, you don't have to. Because he, like, looks at the other guy who got smashed into a pancake, Newman. And he's like, how did that happen? He's like, it's Looney Tunes. You can do whatever you want. He's like, oh, thanks for telling me in the last 10 seconds. Of the game. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's probably the most realistic quote we actually got the entire time from Michael. Yeah. I also like that MJ is in, like, you know, 25 feet in midair. And then Bill Murray goes, Michael, I'm open. Never mind. <laughs> That was definitely improv, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. 
Yep. So after the game, the Monstars uh, launch Swackhammer into space and they give back their talent while Bugs and Lola fuck in front of the entire stadium. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Could you imagine? I would have been real. So many bunnies. It got me real heated up. That so would, this would this be is, like a cult movie for the furry community if that was the case. <laughs> yes. Straight up. I tried warning somebody about furries the other day and they didn't quite understand what I was talking dude, about. Dude, one of the kids, um, I one of the kids in my first, like, I had a, a suite my freshman year in college, so we had like mm. six kids in it. He was a fucking furry. I remember like, that. shit told us like that night, yeah, I'm a furry. And we're like, what the fuck is a furry? That's how like, I learned what a furry was. <laughs> through college. He was college. out front about it. Yeah. From your Did roommate. Did he show you his tail? Dude, I don't know this kid. He never showed us his costume, but he would always like go to these furry conventions and he'd come back real happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, dude, it's, you get you get laid. I mean, yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's a demographic. It's like know? I fucked 25 people this weekend. It was great. Yeah, dude, he told us. He was like, yeah, we're at this hotel in Connecticut. There's this furry convention at this hotel in Connecticut. And so we were all just like running around. He was like, he literally would say this shit. He's like, we were running through the halls in our costumes. We were frolicking in the courtyard. And all I could think is like, could you imagine Fuck. being like a worker at this hotel? It would, it, that would just be hell. <laughs> yep. That's you just see the security guy and there's just he hasn't drank in 25 years. He just gets his doers and just starts pouring it into his yeah. coffee cup. He's like squirrels and rabbits fuck, like fucking doggy style out in like the courtyard in the middle of the Yeah, hotel. dude. It's 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 illegal shit, dude. Squirrel burr porn is very illegal. <laughs> very. So no, we're dealing with felony federal level charges when it comes to this, but I, God damn, how, how's there come at the top of this tree? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, think about trying to clean that out of the fur, dude. You ever like Ugh. spilled peanut butter on a shag carpet? Dude, they, it's rough. Yeah, they have to have like special furry dry cleaners. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's God just damn. a lot of cream cheese icing. Ugh. Ugh. Talking furries. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap up this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, end it. You got MJ. He arrives at his baseball game on a spaceship and promptly goes 0 for 4, three strikeouts, and two errors. <laughs> then, uh,. <laughs> Then he gives the NBA players their talent back and makes his triumphant return to the NBA. Well, Bill Murray watches the game in tears for what could have been. And then the movie ends. Fantastic. Movie. And that's that. Just a fantastic movie. Yeah. I mean, so balls. <laughs> Here, I'm going to take a piss real quick. I'm sorry. All right. It just has yeah, to happen. Max, I'm going to talk about more furries. <laughs> so, Max, if you were a furry, what furry, what kind of furry would you be? Hmm. Bald eagle. You'd be a bald eagle. Does that yeah. qualify as a furry? Isn't that like a more of a feathery? I really don't know what the classifications of furries are. Well, I know. I think you would. That would classify as a furry. I think I would be a cat. Cat, huh? I think a cat would dominate every interaction. Well, then you can get those Michelle Pfeiffer just razor claws. And just oh, yeah. <laughs> surprise people. I would cut people. Gash them. I would cut people. For sure. Okay. Box office game. How much does this movie cost and how much did it make? Honestly, I feel like it costs something ridiculously low. Like it probably costs like 5 million bucks to make and it probably made them $90 billion. <laughs> so I'm going with like 50 million to make and then 200 billion. 200 billion, huh? Yeah. All right. You were about it. Zero, a couple of zeros off there, but okay. So it cost eighty million, and it <laughs> oh, made two hundred and fifty. Okay. I can't believe it cost eighty million. Wow, 
Well, they probably wow. had they pay MJ like twenty. That's just alone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he that's was like the entire MJ budget. got a pay, and he took a pay cut to do this movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Jesus. Yeah, so uh, it was number one opening weekend. It made twenty seven million dollars uh, the weekend of November fifteenth of ninety six. Holy For the whole shit. week, first week it made thirty two million. Made twenty one million the next week. Fucking hell! Big big movie. Big movie. Isn't it? Isn't Jesus. it funny that there is one genre? There's like this genre of art that not only produces like No Country for Old Men and Space Jam. <laughs> it's like it, it produces something, dude. Well, you yeah. say that, Tim, and I'm looking at what, what the movie, the number two movie, was that week. Um, that you know, Space Jam beat, and it was Ransom, which this distributor was the Walt Disney Studio. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. shit. I didn't know that. I think oh, it was Touchstone. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, Disney uh-huh. stuff. Then he got Mel Gibson with child kidnapping. Jesus. Disney. <laughs> Disney loves to hide that shit because they're dark and they just don't like to talk about yep. it. Yep. I mean, that Dread movie was a Disney movie. Yeah, well, um, like the first dark movie they did was called Black Hole. It was made mm-hmm. in like the 60s or 70s, I think. Worth your, wa- worth your while. But yeah, no, there's like, there's homicidal robots that like put drills through people's chests and shit. Like, it's insane. <laughs> yes, yeah. Christ. Not to do that yeah. one. <laughs> it's great. Oh, should have done that for Space Month. Oh well. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it would it would fly. But also another movie that made me throw up all night long. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got no trivia because I I finished watching this movie about fifteen minutes before we started recording because I forgot that we were recording today. So trivia: This movie made two hundred billion dollars. <laughs> trivia: Michael Jordan is a fucking badass. He's the man. Trivia, this is a true story. This actually all happened. Yep. The Looney mm-hmm. Tunes are real. They live in the cor- the center of the earth. Yep. And Michael Jordan saved them all. Uh, yep. I mean, like, think about the stakes, though. Like, Michael Jordan was literally battling for the childhood of an entire generation. And he yeah. won and made and plenty of money doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Double down. Yeah. If he could have doubled down in the bet. And kind of like bet against himself, he probably would have done it. Which he basically did because he's like, okay, you want the tunes to be your slave? I'm doubling down. I'll be your slave. It's like, no, Michael, no. God, you're worth way more to the world than the Looney Tunes are. Come well, even, on. even the monsters are like, that's a good deal, coach. <laughs> like, we should do that. <laughs> Michael Jordan knows he just would have done double enough. <laughs> also, like the so this is that was actually the weird plot point that I didn't quite understand is that they were like you know the the boss Suckhammer or whatever and all the aliens are like oh no that's the way to go that's considering that all of the alien kids know who Michael Jordan is and these guys didn't know who Michael Jordan was until they came to Earth. There's a lot of things that didn't make sense in this movie. Oh yeah. Oh yes. That's children's why I had movie. trouble Sorry. pointing them out. <laughs> Yes, kind of made it a difficult movie to make fun of. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I, you know, there's plot holes in this, but I mean, it's fucking Space Jam. Yeah. Usually I have a lot more things to say about these and I was just like, huh, well, this is a much, this is going to be a much shorter notes than I usually have. Yeah. Just like, all right, I guess I'll have to just fill this in with what what else is going on here, but. Okay, let's get into uh, our next question. So who is your favorite and least favorite in this? I'll go first, and my favorite was Suckhammer. Um, I haven't seen a good capitalist in a long time, and it's exactly what we should be worried about. So I'm really surprised that Trump didn't make an appearance in this. I think he would have been a good cameo. <laughs> but my least favorite is actually Lola Bunny, 
And it all comes back to just, I couldn't get Tara Reid and American Pie out of my fucking head. And that's just where I was stuck the entire time. And I'm just very confused by being attracted to an animated character, which hasn't happened for a solid 15 years. So so basically, John, your least favorite was Lola Bunny because she spits and doesn't swallow. Correct. And. <laughs> <laughs> I'm go. I'm I'm going for 420 max. I gotta be honest. You know, a blowjob from a rabbit for the least. I don't want that. Those, Those teeth. teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She could think as a carrot. Yeah. Oh. We established in a much earlier episode that I like to have a little bit of teeth, so I'm still on brand, <laughs> gentlemen. All right. Well, I'm gonna say Lola Bunny is <laughs> my favorite because she did make me confused, and I like being confused. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, my least favorite, Sean Bradley. Get the fuck out of my movie, you fucking lanky ginge. <laughs> Back to your farm, you goddamn freak. Yeah. Um, my favorite, I guess, is gonna be Bill Murray. I've always enjoyed Bill Murray in this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, he does. My least favorite is gonna be Marvin the Martian for not calling one single foul the entire game as the referee. Seriously. I mean, the guy was neutral. He's a Martian. He's, you know, he got aliens and Looney Tunes and he got the Martian. So, like, he could have could have called at least one flag and foul during that game. Like, also, he's got laser guns. Yeah. He could shoot back. Seriously. Yep. I don't know why he just didn't shoot the Monstars. That's usually what he does, right? Yep. Isn't his whole thing, like, you know, world domination? Yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Seriously. He's too afraid to blow the whistle. He had money on it. He was Tim Donahue. Something. Yeah. No, <laughs> Tim Donahue. <laughs> I've got high stakes on this game. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see any fouls. So he uh, literally ran across the entire court and then broke the hoop and dunked it, and then he punched somebody in the face. It was clean to me. If you if you let if you let a fifty thousand dollar parlay down on this game to the Russian mob, you wouldn't be calling that foul either. <laughs> <laughs> I had my Martian wife and child. <laughs> All right, time for the Hold My Popcorn ratings. Prepare to be judged. What's your rating for Space Jam? It, this this has got to get like a 10 out of 10 Michael Jordan um, probably like would hold one-on-one tournaments with all of like the, uh, the key grips on this movie while they're playing <laughs> and like literally for like five bucks a game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give this, I'll say five out of five jock jam albums that belong in the Smithsonian Museum of American History. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, dude. Jock jams alone. Like without jock jams, I don't think this would have been the same movie. Like, especially for the intro where it just gets you. Agreed. I'm going to give this one. They should have tested the Monstars for uh, performance enhancing drugs out of one limited edition Lola Bunny Space Jam spitting cup. Huh. <laughs> Is it a red solo cup? No, it's it's actually it's it's white. It's cheap that's cheap white that it, you know just washes Smart. away in the dishwasher after like three washes. Smart. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a limited edition because it's gonna wear off very soon. <laughs> but that comes forever. <laughs> yeah, it definitely fucking is, dude. As I said, a little too much fucking uh what is it cream cheese icing? <laughs> oh, dude. No. <laughs> I love how I was able to get both of you with that. One. Like that—that's a good description. I like cream cheese right. icing. I don't want to think about cum when I'm eating it. 
<laughs> Not anymore. Too you late. Don't. <laughs> no, anybody still listening to this shitty episode will too. <laughs> Great. Here I was thinking I was going to listen to a wholesome Space Jam episode, and instead I'm thinking about cum every single time I eat cream cheese with my bagel. And I have done my job, gentlemen. Goodbye. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> All right. Um, do we have any uh, social media shout outs, or should we just... We no, there's there's only one, and I mean, really, it's all about Nick uh, from your all own podcast. Hmm. He owns all the jelly this week, and thank you for your support, Nick. But as always, follow us and like us on the Twitter lands at HM Popcorn Pod and the Instagrills at Hold My Popcorn underscore Podcast. Email me, Tim Max, you know what the fuck you feel like at tdbackrow at gmail.com. And then once again, Google the shit out of this Facebook page because I'm not learning it. <laughs> yep, just Google Hold My Popcorn. It'll probably pop up in the first like five searches. Yeah, Bam. I bet you. I bet you. So yeah, Google our bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? post onto the group. Post whatever you want. Post like <laughs> you know, comments, criticism, praise, uh, dick pics. Well, vagina funny, pics, but funny enough, whatever you want. I met one of the fans at the uh, the local glory hole at the Shell huh, uh, nice. recently. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking a little holding. bit on the Facebook group. Yeah. No, he wasn't into it because we aren't professional podcasters. Um, so he wasn't too into that. But no, one of the other fans, we were talking about it. And uh, yeah, so we met up. It was great. Um, but for mm-hmm. everyone listening, we are moving to BP next month. <laughs> good, good, good. All right. Well, stay tuned for a new month of episodes. Um, we might not have one out every week of this month because I'm going to be traveling a couple of times. But we will have some episodes. So there's only one way to find out. And that's by subscribing and listening to the, the show. Yeah. I mean, I really upsell the shit the out of the show, don't I? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's amazing. No, I mean, I, I want to subscribe to my to our own show right now. <laughs> Sells itself. Yep. What, All are, right. we, what are we talking about? Using cream cheese ice cream? <laughs> yeah. We got what it. What am I holding in front of me? What is this, a microphone? <laughs> uh, Why do you keep on telling me to talk into this thing? I don't know. Well, you know, there's a guy up the street, you know, if you sing into his tin can, he'll give you 15 bucks. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. His name's Bill. All right. <laughs> his name is Bill. Hey, goodbye. Uh, okay, deuces. Goodbye. Okay.